Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. I'm so excited to be here with you today. One of the key things that I want to highlight with today's conversation is we are definitely going to be talking a lot about spirituality here. Obviously, everybody has their own spiritual journey or lack thereof, and everyone relates to their deepest spiritual self differently. I think one of the things I want to make sure is clear is that no matter what we believe and what identity we grew up with or what we've come to feel deeply as a connection to our spirituality, this is an open space to really explore what all of it is and truly for me, how interconnected every belief system, religion, spirituality, how it really it's all connected. And this conversation and this topic is incredibly difficult for most people to talk about, but I don't want to shy away from it because it's part of my purpose on this earth. It's part of how I have come through the deepest darkness that I have. And it's part of my transformation into being able to even bring this podcast to the world. What I ultimately want out of any conversations that we have here around spirituality is for you to feel deeply connected to yourself. One of the most beautiful phrases that I live by and try to also reflect back to everyone in my life is that I believe magic is real. What magic is, I think, is also deeply personal to what everybody has experienced in their life. To me, magic is the ability to see and believe in the unseen. And not only in the energy that's around us or above us or below us, but mostly in the energy that's within us. We are taught in our culture and in society to look for value outside of ourselves and that anything that's going to bring us happiness is often outside of us or something to strive for outside of us or something to achieve that's outside of us. and. I think a lot of heartache and heartbreak comes from living life through the lens that people and things outside of us will fulfill us. Ultimately, everyone and every human being desires fulfillment in their life. They desire to feel that they lived the fullest life they possibly could, that our purpose is realized, and ultimately we find joy and happiness. 
And all of those pieces of one's life are deeply personal and subjective to each person. For me, I want to explore what it means to stop searching outside of ourselves when everything is actually within ourselves. And I call this the magic in you. There is magic in every aspect of our lives. The challenge is to get still enough or quiet enough or slow down enough to even recognize it as it's happening, to notice it when you need to, and to start really embodying and living from this magical place. It's to me incredibly sad and naive when a lot of us live life thinking that everything is happening to us instead of happening for us. And I know that's something that's being said a lot. And I'm sure some people roll their eyes at a lot of this talk, but I can tell you from firsthand experience, if I did not awaken to these deep, deep truths in our world, I would not be here today talking to you about this. I would not be in the best place in my life and feeling the deepest happiness and joy in my life. It doesn't mean that there isn't challenges and obstacles that come. I still feel a lot of those. For me though, what I now have in my arsenal or my toolbox is the deepest truth that I pray everybody discovers, which is that the magic I am seeking is within myself. And that everything I experience and attract comes from that magic within me. The magic in you really comes from my understanding and my experience of really recognizing, accepting, and ultimately celebrating both my shadow and my light side. Because we cannot love the best things about us if we do not equally accept and potentially love the worst things about ourselves, quote unquote, or the things that we know are just shadows, often a word that's used, essentially some of the challenging aspects of our psyche, of our personality, and of the way that we move through the world. Like one thing that I will talk about openly that I struggle with is patience, <laughs> which maybe a lot of us can identify with. But after a lot of contemplation and reflecting on why and when I'm super impatient or why patience is often a challenge for me, I realized that it's on the light side of things. I just want to live and experience so much in the world. And throughout my life, I think one of the other challenges I have is that I'm very fast to talk fast, to work fast, to do things fast. That has served me in some areas, but in a lot of areas, it burned me out. And it also hindered me from being present in the moment with the people I love, with the experiences that were in my life, you know, now. And I've sort of come to this learning that it's not about me living in a utopia where I'm never going to be impatient again. You know, it's about accepting that I have challenges with patience and that I can be impatient with myself, with others, with life. 
And there's a lot of beauty and lessons that come out of that. It's an area that I can actually work on and try to embody less of it. Meaning a tendency I have is to be impatient. I don't let that make me feel bad, but I also don't let it dominate how I move through the world every day. And a lot of times what I personally love in terms of the definition of shadow or our shadow is our tendencies. And there's positive and you could almost argue that nothing's really negative. It's just that there are things that feel heavier. There are aspects and tendencies of our personality, which is informed by so much throughout our lives and how we grow up and experiences we have. But our shadow is just accepting that there are certain tendencies that feel heavier and there are certain tendencies we have that feel lighter. It's impossible to feel light all of the time. It just is. One of my favorite people that I've learned from over the years is Danielle Laporte. And she always says that we were blessed with an ego <laughs> because it's the creative tension we have to actually live a fulfilling life and learn lessons. Because ultimately what I've come to understand and believe wholeheartedly is that we are here to learn lessons, to heal, and to move the world forward in a higher consciousness. The only way we're ever going to be able to bring our gifts to anything outside of us is if we first recognize our gifts that are within us. Because even now, as I record this podcast and I'm being courageous enough to put my voice out there, knowing there will be some people that agree with what I say and some people that don't, it's because I have first and foremost, finally awakened to what I believe is the magic inside of me. And there are other people that have totally different gifts than I do. And I think the ultimate dream is for everyone to birth their gifts into the world, not only for personal fulfillment, but to move the world forward and to bring down a higher consciousness. Because if we just move through the world thinking that everything is outside of us and that we don't play any role in creating our reality. That's a boring and also toxic way of living, to be honest. And it's not what God and the divine wants for us. So just to get into a little bit more about my spiritual journey, I was always very spiritual. I grew up Catholic. So, you know, there's a lot of challenges with the Catholic religion, that's for sure. And what I've come to truly is that all religions have an interconnectedness to them. There's a lot of through lines between all religions. And as I study and explore different practices, I see that it's very, very connected. The term spirituality is what I really have come to embody because I do believe spirituality is a deeply personal journey. And I believe that every human being has the right and often will come into their own personal relationship and journey with God, source, the divine spirit, whatever identity or word resonates with you the most. For me to not speak on this would be a lie. It would be like me just saying that I figured out all these things without a higher power involved when a higher power has saved me and guided me my entire life. From when I was very, very young, I always was drawn to the unseen, 
I was always drawn to believing and having almost like this inner knowing that I couldn't explain that there was just so much more to our world. And obviously, you know, the influences I had from a young age really helped me have those beliefs because my parents are incredibly spiritual. My grandmother was incredibly spiritual. And I also witnessed a lot of really difficult things growing up that my parents had gone through. I think I used to, you know, wonder, not in so much these words, but I used to see how they were so positive and still moved through their challenges in the world with such a, a beautiful way of being. And I know now that that only could have come from their deep faith that they have in God and in ultimately themselves and then each other. Along the way, I got very lost when it comes to my connection with God. And definitely my spiritual journey has been incredibly winding. Experiencing the death of my grandmother when I was 15 was the most difficult experience in my life up until that point. It didn't stop me from believing in God, but I turned my back away from God for sure. And it was only almost 15 years later that I realized that and other events and circumstances and experiences in my life in the last five years have really led me back to my connection with God. I'm going to talk a lot more about my spiritual journey as it's still unfolding now, and I'm still learning so much, but there's so many facets to my spiritual journey. And I know everybody feels this way about their own spiritual journey, but ultimately what it has allowed me to see and what it has sort of like lifted the curtain up for me is that there is magic within me and therefore there is magic all around me. And to walk through life with this way of being, thinking, and believing is the greatest gift I could have ever been given. And I'm so grateful that I've had my awakening, if you will. And I know some of these words can feel heavy and they can feel maybe even scary to some people, but they're really not. <laughs> Honestly, the scariest part of my whole journey has been facing myself and my own role in my own darkness and my unhappiness. And the walls that I put up over the years for a lot of different reasons. And ultimately what I think my spiritual journey has done is it's crumbled all of my walls. It's helped me heal things from my past, heal ancestral wounds, things from my lineage that were passed down to me. You know, as women, we take on a lot of what people around us go through, especially our family. And my spiritual journey has shown me that there's so much potential for me to heal my family by healing myself. And I believe that we all have this responsibility to heal so that we can actually realize our full potential and live a beautiful, fulfilling life. And so healing is, you know, obviously another topic that's being discussed a lot in different communities and culture and throughout the culture. And ultimately for me, it's been about recognizing and believing that if I heal, it's bigger than just about me healing. It actually helps heal the collective. It heals my family. And it also allows more of what I deeply desire in my future and in my now to show up. It allows for me to attract what I actually deeply desire so that I can then again be 
giving my gifts to the world and contributing to making our world more conscious. So the magic in you is a lifelong journey. Discovering the magic in you will be a lifelong journey as it has been for myself. And it's important to remember that there are certain practices and rituals that can really help you start to discover the magic in you, especially when we reflect in the day to day. So I want to leave you with three different practices that will allow you to tap into the magic that is inside of you. One is moving. I love this concept of movement. I don't love the word exercise. I don't love the word workout. (laughs) Moving, it just gets the energy going. Moving can be as simple as yoga, walking, or you could do something much more intense like running or I love boxing personally or swimming or something that's even more of like a fun outdoor activity. And I think that what I have experienced in my journey has been that I need to move in order to get out of my head. And a lot of times, you know, as women, we have a lot of trauma with our bodies. In my healing experience, by moving, I actually get out of my head and into my body. And over time, what it's done is allowed me to appreciate my body and in turn, see the magic in myself. So move every day in some way, shape, or form could be as little as 10 minutes. I also have found deep, deep healing in walking. I think walking is the best thing we could ever do for ourselves. And it's just a powerful way to meditate, think, get clarity. So I love walking. The second is to notice more. A lot of times we're just bombarded with information, especially in our culture with all the tech and social. And one of the things I really was trying to wake up to the last few years is realizing I wasn't noticing things as much. I was very like heads down in my own life, my own stuff, caring about me, me, me. And I wasn't looking up and looking around and noticing things through the lens of there's beauty and magic everywhere. And I'm going to get a lot more into signs and what it means to like ask for signs, but there's a lot of magic in our world. And if we start noticing, it creates this like shift inside of us that actually allows us to see the world through the true lens, which is that not everything is obviously perfect, but there is beauty everywhere. There is magic everywhere in every corner, in every moment, magic is there. And as I've started to embody just looking around more wherever I am or whoever I'm with or whatever I'm doing, it's allowed me to, in turn, come back and see the magic in myself. And I definitely journal a lot of things I notice. It could be miracles. It could be signs that just seem interesting. It could be witnessing someone doing an act of kindness with someone else. And it just has created this like frequency now that I embody, which is, There's magic everywhere by noticing. And the third is journaling specifically every day, three things you are most proud of yourself for. We do not do this ever. (laughs) Again, we've been in a culture that is always about striving. And I do believe that we are always working to get better and ultimately We want to keep learning and discovering more. However, 
we need to reflect and stop and ask ourselves, okay, but what have I done so far that is fulfilling me? Or how far have I come? Because while it's important for us to be present in the moment and in the now, because we know that the present moment is all we have, it's also important to reflect on how far we've come so that we can keep moving forward, so that we can keep going. In my personal journey, you know, the inspiration and the motivation that I often try to give myself every day, I realize it can only come once I see how far I have come in certain areas. And we just don't reflect enough because we're always looking ahead, right? Or even worse, we could be stuck in the past and then we can't even see the positives or the magic in our growth because we're so stuck in past situations. So the daily practice of reflecting on what you are most proud of yourself for, it could be something that happened that day. If you start doing that and then you, you know, in three months, you look back at that whole journal of all the different things you were proud of yourself for every day, you will see how far you've come and you will in turn see that there is so much further you will go. That, my friends, is the magic in you. So thank you so, so much for being here and listening. I hope this conversation resonated with you. I'm so grateful that you're here. And until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon. And who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, low.